The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads. You've got the H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on those dirt trails and kick up some mud. Or the third-row seating gets your whole family in to experience the thrill together. The dual wireless charging pads make sure that no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead cell phone. Think about those adventurous activities you can do, like me taking a ski trip up with the family, maybe going on a camping expedition, anything and everything. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. You know, sometimes people ask, what's the job like, Norlander? What's what's it like? It's a, it's a great gig to have, but if you want a picture painted for you, here's a picture for you. Valentine's Day, Parrish and I, they do, we, do the, we do the Wednesday morning pod, right? And uh, got to run out. Got to pick up a thing or two for the, uh, for the old wife. So I dip out. I get a call. Hey, are you thinking that Holtman might get fired at, at, at Ohio State? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's like on the table for March. No, no, no. Like, do you think he might get fired today? I was like, no, 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 that's not going to happen. Text comes in on that phone call. Looks like Holtman might be on its way out. Okay, what's going on? Then another call. I got to take it. Holtman's out. Goodman just tweeted it. Dear Lord. So then I had to rush to confirm. Chris Holtman has been fired at Ohio State. And uh, I'm scurrying around the produce aisle of my local grocer, you know, scooting past the broccoli and tomatoes and bananas and pistachios, trying to confirm that Holtman has been fired out of the blue on a Wednesday morning on Valentine's Day. That's sometimes what the job calls for. I just dipped back. I just did an HQ hit. If you're watching on YouTube, that's why I've got the blazer on and the button-up jacket, the whole deal. Parrish is still doing his other show right now. Wanted to get this to you. It is a, you know, a lot of stuff going on today, but wanted to at least deliver a podcast, a quickie solo monologue with replies. <laughs> I will not soon forget um, the image of myself pacing up and down the produce aisle trying to confirm and ultimately getting that information um, that Chris Holtman has been fired Let's talk about this for about 10, 12, 14 minutes. Then I got to get going with the rest of my day. But it's big enough that obviously it warrants an emergency podcast situation. Um, it happening now is surprising. No doubt about it. Ohio State's second to last in the Big Ten standings. Holtman uh, was under serious pressure. Uh, I believe Holtman thought that he probably might be able to save his job if Ohio State could get to 19, 20 wins. I think that Holtman probably thought that he could uh, save his gig, even if they didn't make the tournament, if they had a strong enough finish. Clearly, Gene Smith had other ideas. Uh, it is a, a bit intriguing in that Gene Smith is going to retire in a few months here, and Ross Bjork is going to take over at Ohio State. And Gene Smith choosing to do this and basically admitting defeat, uh, admitting failure, because this was his hire. You know, Holtman came in, replaced that Mata. Um, 
it's it's a it's a pretty big one here. Uh, I am surprised it happened in February. I did not think Ohio State would move on this quickly because it has. And this is now the second job in a power conference, although they are universes apart. DePaul and Ohio State are both in power conferences. They are nowhere close to each other in job esteem. Um, no, I do not think Chris Holtman will be coaching at DePaul, by the way, uh, now that this has happened. I don't doubt. I have not checked social media once since this went down because it's been a whirlwind, but I'm sure people are trying to say that Chris Holtman's not going to be the coach at DePaul. That would be stunning to me. Um, what's the rundown on the record here? This is uh, this is total riffage from your guy over here as we as we fired up. So he's 137 and 86 at, at Ohio State. He was 67 and 64 in the Big Ten. If you've got a question about Nada, feel free to highlight the, the YouTube comments. If we've got some good stuff, you can flash them across the screen. And then if you've got a question, I might try and get one or two before we get out of here on this. Um, Holman, 67 and 64 in the Big Ten. He was he coached an NCAA tournament team his first five seasons. They didn't make it in 2020 because there was, there was no tournament. But Holtman had a tournament-level team years one through five at Ohio State. Uh, if you want the quick refresher on that overall, here's what he did before it went really south there. Uh, five seed in year one, made it to the second round. 11 seed in year two, made it to the second round. Was on pace to be a five seed again in year three. There was no tournament. Like if... Who the hell knows what would have happened there? But if Holtman is a five seed Ohio State and they make a Sweet 16 run, does he get fired today? I, I wonder about that stuff. Maybe, but maybe not if you've got a Sweet 16 on the resume. He did not have one, and I think that was a major factor as well. 2021, the big one. Two seed, upset, first round, Oral Roberts. That's a biggie. Um, 2022, a seven seed, made it to the second round. So one tournament games, three of his first uh, four tournaments that he got to with Ohio State. Last year, 16 and 19 with the abysmal stretch uh, throughout the regular season where they finished five and 15 in the Big Ten, uh, but they opened the season 10 and three and just everything collapsed there. And then now they're 14 and 11 overall, four and 10, uh, second to last in the Big Ten. And on that note, Michigan is in last. Coincidentally enough, Ward Manuel, the AD, this was after we did the pod this morning. Um, I'm quoting Nicole Auerbach's tweet here. Um, and I'm not sure what how this media availability came about with Ward Manuel, so I don't have the full context. But he said, quote, I have not really thought about any changes in our men's basketball program at this time. I want to support Juwan. Um, there's been intrigue and curiosity over, over whether or not Michigan would make a move. Uh, in talking with a few sources as of late, it doesn't seem like it was going that way. Manuel kind of put it out there. I mean, that's, uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty heavy. Now, Michigan's in last place. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian Pigeon Mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. And then actually, this kind of comment can backfire on you in terms of things will really get turned around for Michigan. Are they going to sit here and, and take this while Ohio State makes a move? Uh, I'd keep an eye on that. I'm not uh, I'm not entirely sure. But that's a that's an in intriguing firing we got here in the middle of February as Ohio State, which 
unequivocally rates, even though it's football, first, second, third, and fourth at that university, that is a top 20 job in men's Division One college basketball, and there will be no shortage of suitors. I'll get to a few target candidates here in a second. I know that uh, folks are going to want that um, to be brought up. Um, you know, Kalen in the chat's asking, why now? Uh, maybe maybe it comes down to a little bit of Gene Smith and 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 his and his ego and uh and wanting to have an input on the guy to replace Holtman and this is going to be one of the last things that's attached to his tenure there. You had a lot of fan uh revolt without a doubt. There's no doubt about it. Um so there's something to consider with that as well. Um but this is this kind of goes against the idea that just because Ohio State is so football heavy that there's not a decent amount of pressure at that program from a basketball perspective. I mean, you firing a guy like Holtman year seven after not making two tournaments, uh, that's a pretty aggressive move. And so with that, we kind of get to the conversation that they're kind of happening around the sport right now. I got a call from one source on the agent side uh, and for transparency here, not Holtman's agent uh, and not frankly, an agent of uh, someone that I think would be involved for the job. Uh, this person indicated to me that they think that Gene Smith um, must really have a, a primary target in mind, and it's extremely hopeful that he that he's going to get that target. Let's be clear on one thing here, um, or two things. One, as every athletic director does, and it's particularly at the high major level, Gene Smith has a list. He has a list of, here's my number one guy, my number two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I would say he's got at least ten guys on a list right now. A couple of those might be unreasonable, but you got to have them on the list nonetheless, and then there are others that come after that. Uh, the folks that actually have an idea of, of who's on that list um, is extremely low, particularly right now in the immediate hours after Holtman has been fired. So with that in mind, uh, I'm going to toss you a few names here. These are not names that I am labeling as candidates. Frankly, sometimes I think uh, some media folks can get a little too fast and loose with these names. And sometimes uh, this can be done to uh, to push candidates that might not be reasonable. So I try and steer clear of that, particularly so soon after. We'll have a decent idea. You know, Give it a few weeks and we'll have a better realistic idea behind the scenes of guys that might be gaining some steam and getting some real traction here. Um, but this will be a busy day for Gene Smith. Uh, he made the decision obviously before this morning and certainly uh, through help of search firms, him and Ross Bjork, the new AD will start looking into some guys here. Um, a few names. Dusty May's name is going to be out there heavy. Dusty May will be courted by multiple programs. Uh, unquestionably, as long as FAU makes the tournament, uh, he's going to get a bigger and better job. I, I would expect that to be the case personally. Um, he didn't take one last year. I think there's just going to be more jobs open to him and more jobs that make sense to be open to him. So keep an eye on that. It does bring in an interesting uh, scenario, though, because there has been some scuttlebutt behind the scenes about, and I think I mentioned this on a show a couple of shows ago, uh, about if Indiana would feel pressured to move on from Mike Woodson out of fear that it could lose Dusty May. And uh, and and there's a certainly a heavy portion of the fan base that wants the former Bob Knight manager to come uh, to come to the Big Ten and, and try and build up something there. Because, man, if you, if you think Ohio State fans aren't patient, uh, they got nothing on IU fans, and understandably so. So if I'm Gene Smith, Dusty May is on my call list. Uh, Nate Oates is on my call list. He's thriving at a very similar situation coaching in Alabama football program, all that stuff, his style of play, obviously. Um, it is a pretty high buyout. Um, I don't, Frankly, I don't know if that matters at a place like... You're going to see like some of these buyout numbers and stuff like that. I don't know if it matters at Ohio State, to be honest. Um, no, it doesn't mean as much as football, but 
this is a program that I'm just not convinced that any buyout number is is, uh, is so high where it's problematic, um, which could be the same that said for McCronin. I don't know if he would be on the top three or four on the list there. Uh, but guys who have high buyouts that might be uh, seemingly prohibited. I'm not convinced that Ohio State's going to be slowed by that. Who else do I? Uh, who else did I talk about here on the list? Um, you're gonna hear Sean Miller's name out there, and that is you might you might think he just got the Xavier. Uh, that's true, um, but my read on it is that Sean Miller being in that state, coaching Xavier, having it on a trajectory where it's ahead of Ohio State, Ohio State will try and come over the top of Xavier again if he's atop that list. Um, I would I would try and at least check in with Sean Miller and see if we can't get him to relocate and uh, maybe take a Big Ten job. Maybe, maybe not. Um, what's funny is uh, Miller and Lamont Paris. So Miller was Miller turned down South Carolina when he got Xavier. Lamont Paris got the job uh, as a result, and he's now your front runner for National Coach of the Year. Wisconsin and Big Ten ties. Uh, he's proven a lot in this season. Uh, he is worth a phone call, and if he is wa- willing and wanting to interview for the job, I uh, if I am Ohio State, I interview Lamont Paris and see if uh, something can be found there. Um, I would also give Greg McDermott a call at Creighton. Uh, he's been there a while. He's doing a really good job. He's a, uh, a tremendous basketball coach. And every year as we kind of tour through the coaching carousel, um, I try and just take a scan. at Are there any guys that have been doing it for a while at a certain spot? And they might be more than okay with, with finishing out there. And Greg McDermott probably is fine with finishing out at Creighton. But do you not just give him a call and see if he like if if you don't get, you know, option A, B or C, do you not just try and give him a buzz and see what he might uh, might be willing to say there? So um, there's a lot of candidates, though, that something to keep in mind here is that Ohio State in the industry is held in pretty high regard. I would be stunned if Ohio State. And something will have gone wrong in the search. If Ohio State and Dusty May doesn't qualify because he's not sitting at a high major program, so he's the only exception to this. If Ohio State does not hire away a sitting head coach in a power conference, I think that probably will happen here. Um, but uh, but I don't know. We'll keep an eye. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. Cameron in the chat said, "Any reason I haven't seen Anthony Grant's name on any potential replacement list? It's another good candidate. I, again, I haven't checked." Um, Coaches get fired. Media folks love just tossing out these candidate lists because fan bases, they're, they're starving for it. Give me names. Who will be our savior, please? Uh, Anthony Grant's worth a call. Why the hell not, man? He's going to get date now that he's at his alma mater. Keep that in mind. Um, there are some ridiculous names being tossed out in the chat. I can't address every single one of these names. Sorry. But, uh, but Anthony Grant's also a, a, a good call there as well. So job number two from a power conference on the board. DePaul is one. Ohio State is two. Man, the fact that Ohio State, guys and gals, Ohio State opening on Valentine's Day. Are we going to get another one of these things open before we're out of February? It would not surprise me. Um, we'll we'll see. Uh, but this is uh, certainly certainly a little bit of a surprise to, to have Holtman moving on like this. Uh, you can say the man just never got enough credit. Maybe it came to that. We just didn't give Chris Holtman enough credit, and now look where it's landed him there. So we'll see if he becomes a candidate elsewhere on this in this cycle. A um, lot of candidates for Ohio State. This is a very intriguing plot twist here as we wait to see what other jobs open. I would. I was looking at a couple nights ago. If you go to all the big six conferences, I'd say we're pacing. I'd set the over-under on 
9.5 openings, I think, at this point. We have two right now with DePaul and Ohio State, and we'll see uh, We'll see what else uh, happens from there. Um, someone, I think someone else mentioned Porter Moser. Uh, potentially, he's got a good thing going at Oklahoma. Um, I don't, there's been a little bit of Porter, like DePaul. I don't see any chance in hell that happens, uh, frankly. And uh, Oklahoma's like trying to get a new building built and stuff. Uh, maybe, but I don't, I don't know about that. Um, it might be a good fit. We'll see what Gene Smith and Ross Bjork want to do. Appreciate you uh, stopping by in real time. YouTube chat is rolling. Uh, appreciate that on a Wednesday. We just wanted to give you something quick. A good holdover until the Friday episode. GP was still on this other show, but this is such big news. Wanted to at least give you a little behind the scenes and my read on it, ultimately, with where Ohio State stands in the landscape and all that good stuff. To everyone that watched and listened, thank you so much. Again, Valentine's Day. Give us a little love. Subscribe, rate, do all that you uh, do. All that you do. We'll be at the Kentucky-Auburn game on Saturday. So uh, I will talk to you again after uh, after that game wraps up. But uh, enjoy the rest of your Valentine's Day. Be safe. Love you guys for watching, subscribing, and we'll talk to you again on Friday. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, Five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.